Doctors Jeff and Susan Kegaris have spent the last 26 years growing both Cool Springs Eye Care and Donaldson Eye Care to the industry-leading optometric practices they are today. Striving to provide the absolute best healthcare experience possible, the Kegarises authored their first book, One Patient at a Time. With eight chapters and 135 lessons, you'll quickly see why One Patient at a Time is currently the number one new healthcare released book on Amazon. Pick up your copy of One Patient at a Time today. From the in-office studios of his eye care practices in Nashville, Tennessee, it's As I See It with Dr. Jeff Kegaris, your source for eye care education and receiving the type of patient relationship you deserve. It is time for a patient revolution. And now, your host, Dr. Jeff Kegaris. Cataracts. You hear the word, and people have different reactions. A lot of times, still, our patients will say, oh, no. And it could be because they're thinking of cataracts that their mother, father, or grandmother, grandfather had, what they went through, poor vision, oh, I'm getting old, etc. But cataracts are not necessarily a reflection of getting old. And by no means is there kind of one point where you go from, I don't have a cataract, to I have a cataract. It's and it's more, ripe. And it's ripe. There you go. This is Dr. Susan joining me today again with As I See It. I'm Dr. Jeff Kegris coming to you from Cool Springs Eye Care, representing Cool Springs and Donaldson Eye Care, and talking today about cataracts. And I've asked Dr. Susan to join me so we can talk about how we diagnose these and what we talk to patients about. So let's talk about the first thing. Does everybody get a cataract? Most everybody eventually does. Okay. So why, why would that be? Is it something we're doing wrong? Is it something we, we I should have eaten more of my vegetables as a child. I should have just That's sequestered right. Eat my, all your carrots. <laughs> I should have sequestered myself in my room and never gone out exposed to ultraviolet light. I mean, to, what really are cataracts and where do they occur? Cataracts are a natural aging change in the eye for the most part. Can they be due to medications, certain diseases? Yes. But typically, it's just a part of the process of aging. Sorry, guys, but that's the way it is. Uh, they occur in the lens of the eye, behind the colored part of the eye. There's a little lens that helps us focus light clearly onto the back of the eye. And that lens is usually very clear. When it starts to become a little bit yellowed, hazy, ground glass appearance, that's what a cataract is. When the lens changes, it starts to block some of the light so that it can't focus as well. Light is diffused, and it starts to affect the quality of vision that someone has. A lot of times the patients will notice it. They'll come in and say, gosh, I'm seeing glare around lights at nighttime when I'm driving. I'm just not seeing as well. It's a little bit more difficult to drive in the rain or at night. Um, and those are really kind of the early signs of, of cataract formation. Why, why do you think it's more at night that sometimes people have those those observations or that they kind of notice it? Well, the pupil's larger at night. So this may sound crazy, but actually because the pupil's just a hole. And so in bright light, the pupil's small. 
in at night that people are in the dark, that pupils larger. So actually, this may sound crazy, more light is actually entering the eye and hitting, trying to focus through a larger part of the lens. Which has had changes. Which has had changes and just compounds the issue. Yeah, optically just doesn't, you get more scatter and more glare. More that scatter way. And glare. Or sometimes people won't notice that. They'll just say, I just feel like I need to get a little closer to the street signs or I, I just need more light to right, see. Right. I used to be a little more comfortable driving at night. Doesn't mean you go, oh, I'm not going to drive. Although in some cases, people will say that. I just don't feel comfortable driving at night, and I try to only drive during the daytime, right? That's very common. But a lot of times, by, by the time the patient walks in, I'm sitting there going, Hmm, they probably should have stopped driving a long time prior to this. <laughs> we can we could probably help that driving if we clear we can up the help world. That. Right. That's right. Right. Now we know that macular degeneration will also cause some loss of vision at night, some poor adaptation to light. Also, a lot of times it's just that the prescription has changed in somebody's glasses. That can be independent of a cataract, or it can be related to a cataract, right? A lot of times when the lens is changing and getting thicker, what happens to the prescription? It increases, right? You become more nearsighted, and so you tend to go, you know, I just don't see as well far away. So one of the things when Susan and I are evaluating and our other doctors are evaluating somebody, and, and by the way, we look for things like cataracts, glaucoma, macular degeneration, any signs of diabetes. That's just a standard part. Whether we mention it or not, we're looking for those every single time we see every single patient. Even when you're three years old and we're doing an eye exam, we're looking in the lens of the eye to make sure there's nothing that was congenital or early and acquired in yes. the lens of the eye. Right? Yes. And we do that mostly with the microscope. From the front of the eye to the middle of the eye to the back of the eye. Right. And this look is at it all. and this is more kind of a front middle of the eye, right behind the pupil. So right, right behind the iris. Yeah, yep, the colored exactly. part of the eye. So uh, as the lens changes gradually through life, this is why there really is a bit of a difference between what is technically by definition a cataract and what is clinically mentioned as a cataract, right? True. Because if we're in, in our optometry and ophthalmology training, we know that clinical or technically any change in the lens of the eye is technically a cataract. So when we look at a lens and you're 22 years old, you got a cataract relative to the way it was when you were five. But we don't sit there and say you have a cataract because it's not visually affecting vision, maybe at all, if enough that it's a problem. When do we kind of cross that threshold and say, you got a cataract? I think when I can't correct the patient to 2020 and they're more symptomatic, I will mention it to the patient. That doesn't mean they necessarily have to have cataract surgery now, but I like to introduce what's going on. And a lot of times, Patients just panic at the word cataract. So I explain to them, what is a cataract? What's really going on? Don't have to have surgery now. Sometimes you do. Depends on... If that's the cause of your vision problem. Right. And it's bothering them enough. It ultimately comes down to, are you driving legally according to the state laws? And safely, according to you and your family members. Yes. And me, who is also on the same road with you. Yes, definitely. 
Um, so there, are, there has to be a really good discussion with the patient as to what's going on and their comfort level and their concerns. Sometimes it's very difficult to convince a patient it's time. However, after cataract surgery, they come back and say, oh my gosh, I had no idea. And I'll always remind them, remember how hard it was to get you to <laughs> the right. surgery center or to the surgeon? And they're like, I know, I know. So I think one of the funniest stories I have of a patient with cataracts is she had just purchased some furniture for her family room. Mm -hmm. And after her cataract surgery, she said, oh my gosh, I had no idea. I bought like tangerine colored furniture. And I said, <laughs> well, you see, cataracts can also alter your perception of color. That's right. Colors will tend to be more faded. Mm -hmm. So I just, I'll never forget that. We just laughed and laughed about that. And she had a quick garage sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think because what we're talking about is when you get the diagnosis of cataract, we're really talking about a degree. You know, imagine that if you have a lens in your eye, it's somewhere between zero and 10, right? Zero meaning, and I'm probably six months old and it's crystal clear, almost optically hard for us to even see it in there. But then as it goes to advanced, even to, a, you know, a level 10 cataract would be something that probably has turned so hard and gotten liquid-like that it's, it's in danger of causing other problems. So everybody else is somewhere on that spectrum. And on that spectrum, so I think when your doctor, when your eye doctor says, hey, you know, you got the beginnings of a cataract, it's pretty reasonable to go, well, on a scale of one to 10, where do you think I am? Well, I think you're a one and a half. I think you're a two. All right. So there's an objective measurement. We usually use a zero to four scale, you know, um, well, well, we'll use another one. We'll say trace. Trace is a little bit less than one plus. Eh, one plus, two plus, three plus, four plus. Okay. It's very hard for anybody that has a three plus or four plus to not have not be scheduled for cataract surgery. But I would say over our career and certainly over my career, I see more and more we do cataract surgery at a much earlier point because we're less we're less uh, tolerant of anything affecting our vision. Whereas maybe our parents or grandparents were like, well, it's not perfect, but I'm okay. Where we grew up in a generation that says, hey, if it's not as good as it could be, fix it, fix it now, right? Mm -hmm. What do we need to do? And fortunately, in separate podcast uh, episodes, we'll talk about cataract surgery, talk about Dr. Kroll, our chief surgeon, who's only done about twenty-five to 30,000 cases. So, um, you know, he's got a little bit of experience under his belt, and he's, a, he's just a tremendous surgeon and a tremendous guy. Um, so he's our chief surgeon at both the Cool Springs and the Donaldson offices, and he will do a great job when we get to the point that we say, you know, your cataract's enough that's affecting your vision and we could consider cataract surgery. A lot of times we look for glasses first. Can we make the glasses better and make you see better? If we do that and you go, oh, that fixed it, then we're just monitoring the cataract. But if we do that and you go, well, it's some better, but I'm still having this issue, then there you go. Then cataract's starting to become a greater percentage of the reason that your vision's affected. And we ultimately want you to not have to be thinking about your eyes, right? Right. You also start to monitor patients more frequently. You say, you know, let's check you in six months. Let's see how you do. If you notice a change before then, get back in here and we'll, we'll reassess things. Because we're asking the patient to kind of notice in the real world, How's their driving? How's their reading under dim light, right? A lot of times they'll say, I need more light when I want to read, but 
and I want less of those bright blue halogen lights shining at me when I'm driving at oh, night. Oh, heck, I right? don't like them either. Yeah. <laughs> you can certainly see the road a lot That's better. Right. You know, because there's a spectrum between completely clear lens and I need cataract surgery lens, a term has kind of come up for this kind of rheostat called the dysfunctional lens syndrome. Almost everybody in their probably 50s could be classified as having a dysfunctional lens. What that means is it's starting to haze. It's having some level of disruption to vision, but you may not notice it at all, but we see it, right? So we see a little bit, or maybe you have some early symptoms, but they're just not at the point where you need cataract surgery, right? Right. And so we, we kind of are watching that. So again, talk to your doctor when we say, and I say, think more and more in my career, I start to mention it to people earlier because occasionally you'll notice something and you'll say, yeah, on a scale of one to 10, it's about a one and a half or a two. It's mild. It's not the main reason for them having any vision problem. But then for some reason, you know, maybe they go to the second best eye doctor in town, get a second opinion on something. And the guy goes, or the gal goes, you know, you got a cataract. And then they come back and they go, you didn't notice that. Well, I did notice that. I just didn't choose to mention because it was so mild. So anymore, I kind of go, hey, look, here's what I'm noticing in the lens of the eye. Some early changes. Technically a cataract, but not a cataract that needs surgery, right? Right. Totally would, agree. Would you, would you agree? Totally on, agree. I'd rather the patient hear it from us first. You know, and you know if you get that look of holy terror on their face, mm-hmm. oh, we need to talk about this a little bit more. Um but most people are like, oh, just tell me I don't need surgery. Just don't tell me I don't. That's right. That's right. You so know? I think probably a good barometer of that is when we ask you to come back. Because if we say, you know, you, got, you have a, an early cataract. I don't think it's bothering the vision much, but I want to monitor it. I'm going to see you back in a year. You can pretty much assume that it's pretty mild. Mm-hmm. But if I say, I want to see you back in six months because I want to monitor this, that means it may be affecting your vision more than you can realize. This has happened so gradually that it, you didn't wake up one morning and suddenly it changed, which is, you would notice that. So a lot of our patients don't notice that it's affecting their vision. They think they're seeing fine. And you, like you said, Susan, it's only when you take them out that they go, holy cow, I had no idea. Right? They're going to be much more cognizant of their vision mm-hmm. between that visit today and if we're going to see them in six months. Right. You know, now they know something's going on mm-hmm. and they'll... They'll be much more aware of things. Yeah, and we have a number so. of people that we're watching on a six-month basis, and it may be, it may be six years, a decade before they have cataract surgery. But but sometimes it can cross a threshold, and all of a sudden, you know, what was normal back in July, now here in January, February, they go, oh, you know, it's not quite as good. I've I've kind of noticed, you know. So um, again, we work with the patient. We're never going to tell you you have to have cataract surgery, and and you not be in agreement that that's the right pursuit. Very seldom do cataracts get to the point where it's an emergency, right? Correct. It's, Correct. it's still an elective surgery, but we can push harder. And so, you know, in addition to going, oh, I'll see you back in a year, or I'm going to see you back in six months, we're going to monitor it. You may very well hear, look, we need to take the cataract out. And if somebody says, great, then we'll talk about cataract surgery. But if somebody says, oh, the last thing I want is that. Well, at least they're aware of it. And we say, here's the, here are the cautions for you. I want to see you back in four to six months because I really have to keep a close eye on this and we're going to, and we're going to watch it. And And we also have to make sure that they don't have something else going on that's contributing to their reduced vision. That's exactly right. You know, macular degeneration, uh, front of the eye, glaucoma Mm -hmm. that, 
if you take the cataract out and something else is going on, causing their vision loss, mm-hmm. that's... Yeah, and that's all part of our differential diagnosis right. as to, uh, you know, you have this and you have that, but which is the main factor or how much is it? So right. you know, the time that we do cataract surgery is when it's affecting your function and we know that by removing the lens, we will improve the optics overall and your function. And so that may be 100% of your reason for blurred vision or it may be 90%, but if it's significant enough that by doing surgery, we're going to take a very slight risk of doing surgery to afford you a much better rest of your life with vision, then we're going we're gonna to do that. And the techniques of cataract surgery, oh goodness gosh. gracious, they've changed since we started in practice. Absolutely. And, and it takes less than 10 minutes for the whole procedure. Right, right. And it's it, still surgery. It's still surgery, and there are definitely risks, but the risks have greatly reduced over the years. I mean, there are risks. There, of course, there's risk with any surgery. Um, but, wow, what an improvement. Yep. So the, the take-home message today on cataracts that Dr. Susan and I have been talking about is everybody gets cataracts. It's just a matter of when you notice them and, quite frankly, when we notice them. By theory, by definition, you got a cataract when you're in the 20s if we see any change in the lens of your eye. But we're not going to mention that at that point because it's so subtle. But it's not uncommon for us when you're in your 50s to say, hey, you got the beginnings of a little change in the lens of your eye. Whether that's the dysfunctional lens syndrome or whether that's just a very early cataract, I think one of the best things you can do as a patient to be engaged in your care is to ask your doctor, where am I on the scale of, you know, 1 to 10, 0 to 10 with regard to my lens? Is it kind of a 1 or is it a three or four? I mean, is it start because over time, then you can kind of see how things are changing. I think the same thing holds true with regard to uh, dry eyes, with regard to glaucoma, with regard to macular changes, and we've even come up with a really cool sheet that kind of says for these type of things, chronic issues, if you will, diabetes in the eye, glaucoma risk, cataract risk, macular degeneration risk, etc. Where am I? And we can circle for you on this sheet each of those so you know exactly kind of where you are on the spectrum because very seldom, if ever, do these things go from I don't have it to suddenly I have it, right? They always are going through a gradual process of change, just like the rest of our bodies, right? Right. Like I'm, you know, like I'm losing wrinkles and getting toner all the time. And my hair, I think, is starting to turn a little browner, isn't it? I think, yeah. Uh-huh. I think you have cataracts. I think you do, if you think so. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, it's nice to talk about cataracts. It's a very normal type of thing. We all will get them. Uh, If we need cataract surgery, we have a great surgeon, Dr. Mark Kroll, that will take care of those. But the vast majority of our patients, we're going to continue to monitor that plus a lot of other things as we try to protect, correct, and enhance your vision and function in life. So, Dr. Susan, thanks for joining me today. Talk a little bit about cataracts. If anybody has questions on cataracts or cataract surgery, you can email me directly at drkeg at coolspringseyecare.com or email our tech on call, Kristen, that's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-E, add an E on there, Kristen E., at coolspringseyecare.com. She's our tech on call at the Cool Springs office, and she can route 
your chart to the appropriate doctor. If you say, well, you know, I want to know, you know, did I have a cataract? What did the doctor see the last time? What did he or she mention? Or I want to talk with Dr. Barbrick or Dr. Brady or Dr. Jacobs about my eyes. Uh, I had an exam four months ago and, and I just have a question. By all means, that's what we're here for. You don't have to be sitting in the black exam chair to talk to us about your eyes. So, and occasionally we can even get a message to Dr. Susan who may not be practicing anymore, but still loves you all and is willing to talk to you about your eyes. So thanks a lot for joining us on As I See It. Our goal in care is to build relationships and make every single visit more than good eye care a great healthcare experience.